0: Marriages are not supposed to be happy, right? Um, You can argue that marriages aren't supposed to be unhappy. But we as humans, as, you know, breathing mammals or whatever we are, we are not equipped to be happy long term. There's always going to be something that delivers a level of unhappiness. 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 This is Caesar Walker, the cool, con collected one. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. <laughs> we are the tipping point podcast, your source for sophisticated ignorance, intellectual stupidity, and well-articulated nonsense. <laughs> Walker! We've been the cool Walker, can you come <laughs> Walker? Can you come to our game? I think this is the tipping point. Thank you, DJ Push the Button, for that delayed response. Peace and blessings, beloveds. We want to shout out all of our listeners. Thank you for streaming our podcast. We want to highlight and shout out our first-time listeners. If you are listening for the first time and you are enjoying this sophisticated ignorance and you want more of it, please leave us a five-star review. Show us love, follow, subscribe to the podcast, and uh, let us know that you rock with us. Also, uh, you can also find us on social media. Uh, You can also find our YouTube page. We actually actually have a website that lists all of that content, all of those platforms in which you can find us, Gatry. That website is exactly the tippingpoint.com, T-H-A, tippingpoint.com. And with that, sir, shall we begin? This is episode 87? You are correct, sir. Okay. Episode 87. How are you, my friend? Walker, I'm oh. do- Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we even get She wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. Thanks again DJ Push the button. I just want to say happy anniversary to you and your wife of a was it is it 11? 11. Did I see that right? 11 years. 11 years. Happy anniversary, bro. And is uh one a friend of the show my buddy uh the guy who whose games I always attend Yg did he did he reach a milestone yesterday? He did he is seven seven years seven. old man, that's my boy man that's my oldest. Happy birthday YG happy anniversary to uh, our friend Gatry here him and his lovely wife celebrated 11 years of marriage uh great milestone i'm pretty sure yesterday was a celebration we are recording on a sunday by the way uh gatry tell us all about it how have you been what's up with you sir um i've been great man It, it was a good day yesterday um i don't even know where to start i mean this is sad to admit but here's where you downplay it i know but it's 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 a rough thing man um 90% Ninety percent of the day was devoted to this young man of ours. So um, we we had people from out of town come in, you know, just uh, just drown my boy in gifts and money and all kinds of stuff. And we uh, we rented out a movie theater, Walker, and had all of his buddies come through, and it was cool because. Um with the movie theater, you can kind of space out. So if anybody's like COVID crazy or whatever, you got a little bit of comfort in knowing that I can be on a different side of the theater as everyone else or What movie theater? Uh this is uh Amstar 14 and Alabaster. Shout out to the good folks at Amstar, man. They treated us really well. Treated us like royalty if I'm being honest about it. But yeah, um uh, we were the only people in the joint. And um, very reasonably priced, um, Walker. If I if I must admit, and again, uh, the the emphasis was uh, COVID safety, COVID awareness. So um, we were masked up. Um and then we were spread out. So we uh of course uh, my son and his friends were all kind of ganged up together and we we allowed that. But um as far as the adults, you know, we were very intentional about spacing everyone out and um you know, some people took their mask off to eat their popcorn, most people kept them on, no big deal. So but good times. And they was eating popcorn with their mask on? I was, yeah, for sure. Uh, that popcorn was terrible. Uh, <laughs> I, could, I can imagine But no, nah, it was cool, man And then, um, you know, all the, all the folks kind of left after that uh, And then a uh, close family, immediate family came to the crib We did the cake, we did the pizza, we did more gifts And the only thing my son wanted to do on his birthday He's been asking about this for months Was he wanted to do fireworks, Walker Fireworks um so we had some low level kids safe friendly fireworks that weren't loud and uh we were out there for probably about 2 hours yesterday dude just lighting watching lighting again and watching some more so but he was happy um he told he told my wife and I at the end of the day that uh this was the best day ever so that's kind of why you do it our uh, hearts were warmed um, uh, but Walker, we got to be honest, uh, while we were blessed that he did turn seven and we got to spend a lot of quality time with family and friends, the bigger milestone was that my wife and I, uh, ushered in year 11, uh, or actually we're in year 12 in that. I don't, I can't count, uh, of our marriage. So, um, uh, we didn't do anything. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> just, Adam, just, what was the last time y'all did something on y'all's on y'all actual anniversary date? So with that, my, my follow-up question would be, don't y'all have a designated day for which I'll celebrate y'all's anniversary? Oh God, please don't do this. Any more questions, Walker? I don't know if I'm answering these well. Are you serious? Y'all don't, y'all don't even, y'all don't even have, Why? why do because you know the, why because of the boy and, and walker no, I, no, no 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 do you have do you have another designated day oh, for your anniversary i you didn't hear my first two answers that
1: it's, has it's nothing okay to do with your it's son.
0: okay it's okay walker like we can we can walk through this if we need to we can slow this down but the answer is not going to change you can keep asking. Why is it not I, why are you not patient. going to set a designated day for y'all? Because of the boy. Nobody wants to celebrate an, a wedding anniversary. What does that mean? Do you I do you hear my question? Do you understand my question? Yeah, and I'm I, am I not answering it effectively? No. Um, <laughs> you goober. What, what I'm what answer, saying. What why don't do you, you are? Why don't you pick another day? to celebrate y'all's anniversary it, it ain't. doesn't have to be on your anniversary date because obviously that's yg's birthday like the one colored people day? love to say it ain't happening bro it ain't why and not I've, I've come to grips with that like i fought for this because nobody wants to celebrate our anniversary in our house nobody well i do but um <laughs> but the boy supersedes everything man so you know i just okay. I'm, I'm just at a point to where i gotta choose my battles you know and and I got I got to be honest, Walker. Think about it, man. The first week of the month, I had an entire week with my lovely bride. Entire week, man. It was a great. It was a. It was a very pivotal week for us in a good way. And so I was just like, we both. We both, you know, did what we could do to make that happen. We we definitely had our fun that week. <laughs> Use your imagination on that one. But you know, it was good times. We, we didn't just... need that. We didn't need none of that. What are you talking about? We didn't need any of that. Any what? what? Playing Nintendo Switch. What, what were you? What were you thinking? Continue. <laughs> Dude Mario Odyssey is off the chain. By the way, um, you're a trap. <laughs> But no, like I like we had the whole week, and it's just like. And that we, we kind of did that to start off the month, so that's why this year when I wasn't really tripping off that like, man, am I gonna be spoiled or am I gonna really just go back and just remember the good times that happened not even two or three weeks ago? I'm not, not tripping, dude. Okay, we'll celebrate. Anything else? Point. Yeah. So, so Walker, what what I wanted to share with you really, um, this is gonna be long and drawn out. Okay, so just just buckle up your seatbelt and turn your ears on. Um. I I listen to this podcast. Um, <laughs> this is so bad because I don't even remember the name of it. And I listen to it like at least once a week. But anyway, it's it's about this lady, this white woman who um, has left her husband, and she's just she's just like really just spilling out emotionally about, you know, the whole process of everything. And then, you know, uh, I'm glad I didn't give the name cause now I can't really spoil it, but it turns out she has like a terminal illness and, um, yeah, it's yeah, nice. yeah. And so all of that goes into this gripping podcast or whatever. So, but the, the one I listened to yesterday morning, she was talking, uh, the emphasis of it was on, um, mm-hmm. Her marriage being unhappy was essentially the reason she she left or she she pressed her then husband to, you know, allow the divorce. And I just you know, this this was yesterday, you know, you know, I did a lot of reflecting yesterday over the past 11 years of, you know, of the marriage to my wife and I. And I just couldn't, I couldn't shake this one, Walker. And I wish I could call her up and just tell her this one thing. And that is marriages are not supposed to be happy, right? Um, You can argue that marriages aren't supposed to be unhappy. But we as humans, as, you know, breathing mammals or whatever we are, we are not equipped to be happy long term. There's always going to be something that delivers a level of unhappiness. And Walker, being transparent, 11 years ago today, I was actually in Hawaii. Lord have mercy, can we go back? Um, But I, I know entering the union with my wife, I even was guilty of saying, this woman has made me happy. This woman is going to make me happy for the rest of my life. Walker, I realized in marriage that there were a lot of times where this woman did not make me happy. So it just it just made me it made me or during the reflection like you know i'm I'm listening to a little bit of the podcast and I'll go into a reflective mode. this is why I was on the treadmill, and then I'll just go back and forth and I think about the times to where you know my wife didn't particularly make me happy right think about how selfish that is, right um but I thought about marriage, what is it, what is it really? And it's cliche, especially if you're, you're one of these people like me who, who are obsessed with mar- marital dynamics and listen to a lot of uh, people talk about marriage and stuff like that. Um, but for me, Walker, it is making that choice to choose that person despite Anything else, despite not being happy, despite, you know, leaving the toilet seat up, you know, despite having to reclassify traditional gender roles, I am choosing this person regardless. And I think I think those attributes really form a strong love for a person. But Walker, I got to I got to say this, though. None of this involves happiness. None of it does. Now, for those of you who aren't married, I don't want you to think I'm casting a doom and gloom scenario or situation on marriage. Marriage is great. I'm a proponent of marriage. I've been in this thing 11 years. I'm trying to get the next 11. Right. But I think I think entertainment, TV, movies over sensationalize what marriage is supposed to look like. Yes, you're going to disagree. Yes, you're going to fight. Yes, you are going to do things that your spouse disagrees with. Yes, your spouse is going to do things you disagree with. But at the end of the day, Walker, I firmly believe if you make the choice to choose that person and to really, really just take the restrictor plate, you know, off that thing you call love. That's what marriage is about. But it ain't always going to be happy. So I, I felt a way about her harping on this. Well, I was in an unhappy marriage. I was in an unhappy marriage and it just didn't work out. And I'd been in an unhappy marriage for four years and it was just, I would just come home and just be so unhappy. Woman, if you don't, if you don't go somewhere with that man, <laughs> Forgive me for sounding like a cynic, but it's just, it's just, it, it just, it just made me think. Even it, even just, even in the midst of all the unhappiness I've experienced in the eleven years that I've been married to my beautiful wife, it doesn't. I, I don't. I don't know. I still love her. I still make the choice to love her every day, and I just, I, I just couldn't get around that. What do you think, Walker? Let me ask you this, because I, I was, I was really honing in to, listen to what you were saying <laughs> for once. Do you, do you look, <laughs> do you look at? being unhappy as a event or is it someone's overall feelings about their relationship? Hmm. I, uh, can I answer both to that? You can answer however you want, because I think, I think they work together. Right. So think, think about it. Think think about it. I'll give you, I'll give you a realistic scenario. Okay. And this is, this is y'all coming into our marriage. I don't care. I'm transparent. Um, again 11 years ago to the day Like we were at this point I think we, we were in Honolulu Okay so um, I remember I remember us getting Us checking into our hotel on Waikiki Beach right um, <laughs> There was Something I asked my wife to do That she took issue With you know we, we hadn't been married 24 Hours at this point yet Excuse me and um, It turned out this thing made Her unhappy right this is just like on the the marriage hadn't even started marinating yet right so she she told me about it you know i was i was at a different place <laughs> mentally uh, especially from a maturation standpoint so i defended my actions and we got in a little skirmish we got a little verbal skirmish right and on our wow. honeymoon on our honeymoon walker you know but me being so me being selfish me being very immature me wanting to defend my point because like I've said on this podcast before during our first three years of marriage you couldn't tell me anything I had everything figured out stupid but that was the dumbest I've ever been in our marriage but anyway um but that was that was an event that made my wife unhappy so if these events continue to happen over time yeah that can make the whole situation unhappy that's why I think both both of the the uh I guess the choices you gave me to answer that question, I think they bo- they can coexist. Does that make any sense? Sure. And I guess to your point, what you're saying is if you're in a relationship where I, I don't know if there's communications or not about the things that are making a person unhappy and a person is unyielding or, or they're un- they're not willing to concede or work through things to improve the state of the marriage. Or how that person feels, you're saying you're telling that other person to basically buck up and deal with it and just choose that person. I'm telling that. No, I'm telling that person that if happiness is what you're looking for in a marriage, you may need to get out. Hmm. We've heard we've heard the we've heard the you complete me narrative well i i mean I, I, the thing what i take from your point is a person should add to your happiness not complete your state of happiness i, I guess that's boom. what you mean boom boom but a person can definitely take away from your happiness true can they subtract from it if if a person has the capability to add to your happiness or your life They yes. can also have the potential to subtract From it just right? like the example I gave you That happened at this very moment 11 years ago On Waikiki Beach Okay As you keep subtracting From that person's happiness Doesn't that begin to drain that other person Yeah I guess it could But but that's the thing Walker That's the thing Why, Why have you chosen this person Again, I was honest. I was honest with you before, and I will admit this: a lot of the reason I chose my wife is because she was making me so happy. She just make me happy, sure, but she's a human, and so am I. There's nothing. There's nothing on the, There's nothing that that exists on this earth that's going to make me happen happy a hundred percent of the time. Nothing. Not even my wife. Well, sure, sure. Not even my J's. I I don't. I don't know if it's fair because you got to think I'm different from you, obviously, but we're all different. So that means every relationship is different. True. So I'm not sure if it's fair to look at it from how what you're experiencing and expect that hey, you're dealing with what I'm dealing with. So if I can do it, if I can stay committed. You should stay committed. I don't think that's fair. I don't think I'm saying that. Is that is that the okay. implication you're getting from my words? I'm just saying every marriage is different. And don't, we don't know why Walker, what factors contribute to why a person says they're unhappy. You're too far in. You're too far in, Walker. Again, again, think about the context of this. I'm thinking about at the onset of our marriage, the reasons, the reasons at the time that I entered it. Okay. It was impossible. It's impossible for my wife to make me happy 100% of the time. Impossible. Sure. But it's but I, it's okay if you're unhappy, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. That's, and, that's, that's, and I know, I know, it's so nuanced, and you live in nuance. Ew. But, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but my my thing is, my thing. Guys, please watch the YouTube <laughs> of this. Go ahead. Walker, My my, my thing is. I'm not advocating for for certain situations like, you know, if it, if you've got a spouse that's physically abusing you and that is leading to your unhappiness, I'm not saying stay. What I'm questioning is the reason, you know, as you assess your reasons for wanting to go down the aisle with that individual, if the meat of it is happiness, I urge you to retreat. Or not not retreat. That sounds kind of harsh. What should be the reason? Love. But, but Walker, not, not the, not the Hollywood love that you like to, you know, sit down on the couch and watch on Netflix. I'm not talking about, I'm, I'm not talking about romantic comedies and all that crap. All that stuff is made to make money. None of that stuff is real. A lot of it's not real, I should say. Um, but, but I'm talking about, I'm talking about a love that transcends you feeling good. I'm talking about a love. That makes you think, think so highly of a person that you will dredge yourself emotionally just for okay. the opportunity to do it again the next day, even if to a certain degree or sometimes it may be working to your detriment. Hmm. Okay, Finding that, finding that person who gives you a reason to hang in there because that person is not perfect. Just like in my situation, I'm definitely not perfect. So I, you know, for, for years, I, I expected a level of perfection out of my spouse. I did. Hmm. That was not fair to me. It's definitely not fair to her. Okay. So that, that's the angle. I, th- I think, I think you've gone, you've gone into the inner workings of marriage a little, a little further than I intended with, with my comments. I'm talking about as you're assessing that person. And, and promoting them to a candidate for, for marital uh, whatever. I You know, I, I, I hear what you're saying and there there's merit to some of the points that you're making. I do believe that there is a place in your marriage where you really can be happy. I really do believe that. And from that, I, I, I look at it as this. Marriage is really a partnership. Yeah. And I think... My, my thing is this There are a lot of people who are married on paper But they're single in their heads okay. so What that means is they never transition From thinking about themselves And putting themselves first Other than their spouse You know when you get into a marriage You transition to think about your spouse Like as a husband I'm serving my wife Like I'm thinking about her needs I'm thinking about And that can be a transition Especially if I've been single for quite some time And so I think when you have two people who are not, to your point, are not perfect, but at the same time, they're they're thinking about the other person. They're putting the other person's needs above their own. You have a situation where you're gonna have two people who are actually happy in their marriage. Doesn't mean you're gonna be happy 24 hours, seven days a week, but you're happy. So when I say so, so again, reason why I'm challenging what you're saying to a degree is, if the woman says she's unhappy at, who are you or I to be like, woman please. She may really be unhappy. And it's possible to be unhappy. There are a lot of unhappy married people. And it ain't okay. Which is why people get divorced, right? Right, and Walker. That's all I'm saying Like, I know. I don't, We're, I don't, we're I getting to the I nuance feel, on this I, one What I sense you're doing Is you're saying You're in ha- what, Some people really are Legitimately unhappy Some of the most loneliest people Are married people Is that not factual or not? I'm thinking about it but keep talking This, this sounds good No they're like they're people who are miserable In their marriage They're just existing in their marriage Hmm. But I like mean, that's a thing. I've, I've yeah. had I had periods of misery. So that's what I'm saying. In, in the so, union with my wife, but I mean I I, st- I love that woman. There are people who are divorced today seriously love each other. So just because you get divorced doesn't mean you stop loving that person necessarily. There are people who are love one another who are no longer married today. That is a possibility gap. And I think the reason why people get divorced is because they've lost sight of a one word commitment. And that what I mean by commitment is not necessarily saying we're just, we're just going to remain married because again, there's a difference between existing and being committed. Committed is an action. Like I'm doing things in the marriage in order to help it grow flourish whatever right that's commitment and that's a decision I have to make every day I wake up like I'm going to be committed to this woman not just in words but in thoughts and deeds so everything I do is for this woman he wakes up every day I'm every day everything I do is for this man So when you have two people, you have two people Engaged in the marriage and committed But you got a lot of people who Stay married 5, 10, 15 20, 25, 30 40, 50 years They are just existing And what I'm saying is Okay, yeah, you're not going to be Happy the moment But I would rather you not just be existing Be committed to the Growth of the marriage, commit to it Getting better, commit to it You know what I mean, like Another, you never arrive in marriage. You should always be growing and advancing, right? So that's why all I'm saying is that when people say they're unhappy, I think there is some legitimacy to what they're saying. I really do. And there, and if I'm in a re, if I'm in a marriage with someone, and they are demonstrating on a daily basis they're not committed to this, what does that do for me? It makes me feel isolated, lonely. If I'm not committed to that person What do you think I'm doing to them So yeah I understand to your point Yeah you're not It's not going to be perfect You got to have some things You're going to have to work through But I think what helps Is that you have two people Who says okay I'm not perfect Every I'm not going to do everything right But I'm committed to you And doing what it takes To make this thing work And when you have When I, when I know My wife is in it And she knows I'm in it I think no matter what we deal with, we got each other. And I, I, that's what I'm saying. I challenge the notion when someone says they're unhappy, you don't have context into really what makes that person unhappy. You really don't. So that person may legitimately be unhappy and they may feel hopeless in that marriage. Should they stay in it? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying Let me ask you this Is And I asked you this via text I never talked about it Because I was saving it for a moment Just like this Is divorce an option In general In is general divorce, Should divorce general, be an option Of course it is an option in general Now For For the guy across the internet From you right now No Okay No Why not Because, because I didn't I didn't get into this thing To divorce you that's sweet, but there's no circumstance in which you would get a divorce. See, that sounds really good, Gad. But we all have a breaking point. True. So and, when and, the here's, 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 a divorce here's this. is not an option, you're saying I have no breaking point. Well, and it's human nature. Whether it doesn't make us bad people, it's just human nature, Gatchery. If I tell you whatever you do, Gatchery, don't look up. What's in your mind right now? Looking up. Okay, human nature. We like to test our boundaries. We like to test boundaries and and where we can go and what we can and cannot do. We don't like being told what to do. I mean, in fact, we got a lot of people right now who are mad because they're being told to wear a mask and they're not doing it. More on that later. Right. <laughs> yeah. So my point is, is that we love to test the parameters and the boundaries about which we can a, do act and do what we want to do. Right? right. Right. So when a person says I am in it for the long haul, it almost whether subconsciously or intentionally opens the door for a person to test those boundaries. OK, what's a person's breaking point? You got people out here that will do that. Maybe not your bride, but there are people out there that will test those boundaries. If you're not going anywhere, I can potentially take you for granted. And that is definitely something that's prevalent in human nature. We, te- we We take things for granted. That's why this marriage thing takes work is because we can easily allow ourselves to take that person that we at one point didn't take for granted. We start taking them for granted. It dates back to when we were children. I guarantee you, three months from now, a lot of those toys that YG got yesterday, he's not going to know where they are. So three minutes. He's not going to care about them. Since a child, we've been conditioned to take things we had once coveted and wanted so bad, we, we've been conditioned to take it for granted. Marriage is no different. So what I'm saying is, is that when p- we get to a place to where things slow down and we get settled and we get used to one another, it's easy to take that person for granted if you don't set in your mind that I'm here for them, right? So what I'm saying is, is when you say that divorce isn't an option, you are denying the fact that you have a breaking point and a person can take advantage of you or take you for granted so much to the point to where it can push you to that breaking point. You're lying to yourself when you says I'm not leaving under any circumstances. That's not true. That's not true. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. So I mean, I'm not. So divorce is an option for you. Nothing like that. But at the same time, I'm saying, dude, we have to be honest about we want. What we're really trying to say is, I want to be committed to you. That's my goal. I want to be committed to you, but a commitment is only as strong as two people doing it. Right? Yeah. And if I'm committed to something or to someone and they're not committed to me, they're telling me every day, I'm not committed to you. What does that do for a person's peace of mind? How can you genuinely say, you know, I'm not happy, but, but I'm reaching what 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 hope can you give that person if they're if they're living with someone who's telling them in actions and words I'm not really good. what do you say to that person that's, what do you say to that person I I say that's nuance have we pivoted it's also, have we, it's also a realistic scenario have we pivoted no okay okay because it sounds like we're talking more about divorce and we're talking about unhappiness well she is divorced that doesn't, have, doesn't still doesn't have anything to do. What you talking about? <laughs> the unhappiness is what I wanted to harp on. That leads to divorce, is what I'm saying. <laughs> and man. that's and that and that that's that's my thing again, Walker. What were you in it for to begin with? I think that's a fair question, but my thing is is that okay? Let me ask you this. All things being equal, are people... Can you look at every couple and say, you know, they were honest with themselves and each other before they got married? No, no one is. Okay, so... No one's 100% not honest. Easy, <laughs> it's not an easy conversation to have on the front end, but it's definitely not an easy question a conversation to have on the back end. That's not an easy conversation to have. True. And if I'm again, there are couples who need a third party, like they need counseling, like they can't talk to each other. Right. Like they need some type of intervention. And it takes the two of them being willing to want to do that. So what I'm saying is, is that oftentimes people are getting a situation like the lady who on the podcast you was listening to and they feel hopeless. What do they do with that Gat? Like, it's easy to say, it's easy to tell that that lady, that person, that person that, listen, your unhappiness shouldn't be that big of a factor. But my God, what does that woman have? What What positives does that woman, did that woman have to hold on to to say, you know what, I'm not happy, but I got this. We don't know that woman's situation is what I'm saying. So I think that can be very insensitive if you don't have context. That's all I'm saying. Now you may be in it for the long haul and bravo, so am I. But my situation affords me a very opp- easy opportunity to be committed. Like I had to be a sociopath to walk away from this amazing woman I'm married to. Like, But everyone is not in a scenario like that. And I have to understand that Well you are a sociopath still (laughs) No I see I I can (laughs) understand what you're saying To a degree Still feel like you've stretched The initial Point of this but I I see where you're going Okay Okay Well I asked a question midway through your rant there Um, Is divorce an option For you Is it an option for me? Yeah, it's not an option necessarily for me. Um, let me let me step back. Divorce, it depends. I think it really depends. But for me and what we got going on, don't even consider it. It's not even. So you don't have a breaking point either, huh? So you you do not possess a breaking point either. I didn't say that. I'm asking. I do have a breaking point for sure. Okay, Okay. just curious. That's why I say it depends. (laughs) It depends on if it depends on what happens. Cheats on me? I haven't seen it. Her. Do you use? Uh, Do you use any type of of like? Do you use any type of like breathing aid when you're swimming through nuance, or are you just that good at it to where you don't need like a any scuba gear or anything? Why do you hate nuance so much? Why do you deny its mere existence Because you know you know how I deal Walker And I'm not saying it's the best way But you know how I'm wired It is either thumbs up or thumbs down With you Walker it is Well what is a thumb And what about the other four fingers Who cares Is it, is it this Or this And then with you it's like well it could be this It could be that you could put one finger i mean don't ever be a therapist <laughs> <laughs> just for the sake of people needing help don't ever be a i'm therapist. not saying nuance is wrong i'm just saying i'm, <laughs> I'm wired differently me. i'm not saying the way i'm wired is right <laughs> i i am i am i am <laughs> I'm compelled to learn more about these nuanced waters that you swim in on a daily basis that's mm-hmm. why I, that's why I think this whole situation is so so great and so dynamic just because you've stretched me a lot since the since the first recording the first official recording like I've had to challenge some of my definitive thinking and and open the door just a little bit to a little bit of nuance I've had to do that that's a part of that. I think that's part of my maturation as a person. Doesn't, gotcha. doesn't mean I like it. Doesn't mean it makes me happy. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know you don't like it. But I'm not going to divorce nuance. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you, thank you. I see what you did there. Um, you got anything else on this, bro? This no is a topic. It, I think so too. And Walker, forgive me, man. I was super rude because we we should have allowed you to update oh, I'm us. Fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm I'm fine, Gatron. I never do this. This is so out of character for me. <laughs> yeah, you never do this. <laughs> I'm fine, okay. by the way. You give it um, well, you've given me a lot to think about in uh in terms of what my thoughts were. And uh thank you for that. And this is this is going to be one I replay a lot just to just to expand my mindset a little bit. And and I I I hope you do the same a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, my wife and I have had conversations about that whole topic of divorce. And and, and mind you, let me be clear here. I, I don't want to miss this opportunity. When I say it depends on divorce being an option. Here's what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that that should be your go-to like that should be the first option on the table that you run to like you know what I mean like you you have to be a man or woman and at least address whatever the issue is at least try to address the issue um I think you should do whatever you can before reaching for divorce like I think that should be an option but it should be it should be the last option It really should, because you should honor your word, you should honor your commitments. But if you get deep in that marriage and you realize, you know what, this is not what we said we were going to do when we stood in front of God and a crowd of witnesses and said we were going to do, so this changes things, then I think you should, divorce becomes an option. I also don't think divorce should be something that you hold over your spouse's head either. I have been prior to being married I've been in a relationship with a woman who was manipulative and I said I would never get in a situation like that again um, or get involved with someone who is manipulative so I don't believe in manipulating people by fear of hey this if you don't get your way or if you don't bend to my will I'm divorced like I think that's I think that's corny so when I say when I say divorce uh, is an option I'm saying, when it gets to a point in your marriage to where there's like, you don't see evidence of a commitment. It's been addressed. You tried everything you can out of that person. They, they either, they're not committed and they're indifferent about how their, how their lack of commitment affects you. And, and it doesn't appear to be willing to try to grow and change the relationship. Then divorce may become an option. That's all I'm saying. In that regard, okay, and oftentimes it doesn't have to be something extreme as an abusive relationship or a cheating because oftentimes that's trivial, that's a non-brainer. But there's that again gray area where you've taken each other for granted to where you've built a whole life outside of your marriage apart from that person. Oh, goodness, and and that's dangerous, and that's where people feel lonely. That's where people feel trapped. That's where people feel like they're by themselves, and they they're just roommates at that point. And I'm saying you have to kind of reconsider what Commitment means as opposed to Just being in a marriage and existing I think you I I don't think no one deserves that And I think that's where Unhappiness can seriously Creep in And it'd be legitimate So Anyway Can you breathe louder on the mic please (laughs) so, <laughs> no. all right, Pastor Walker. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> well, I think we've done enough damage here, Walker. There's only one other thing to do right now. No, not yet. What? Before we get there. Oh, that's right. We need. To, we need to.
1: Well, I like to call our mercy. prayer list.
0: God. Uh, we want to send prayers and love and support to the family of Regis. Is it Philbin? Philbin, man, live with Regis and Kathy Lee. Tell me you didn't watch that a little bit growing up. Um, no, I mean a little bit, but Thank you. I'll not know. as much as you did, because we always we knew what your ambitions were. Um, but he died uh, 80, 88 years young. Um, rest in peace to him. Uh, prayers for his family. Um, didn't know if you had anything to add to that. I'm pretty sure he was a, uh, an idol of yours growing up. Uh, idol is a reach walker. My goodness. I mean, he was hosting a live show. He was really, you know, this this is what you wanted to do. Show, Did you want to be Regis? His show was no. His show is entertaining. Don't get me wrong. You are disrespectful. This man just passed away. I, I, that's no. That's no knock on him. I'm saying you wanted to be Regis. No. Who you wanted to be growing up, Brian Gumble. You really did want to be Brian Gumble. No. You, you know what? I really, I, I, you all need jokes put that wig that Brian Gumble like hairpiece on you and see how that works out. <laughs> I would like to see how that works. All jokes aside, I did have Roker aspirations. I know it was one of those guys, yeah, Roker for sure. Just because I'm a huge fan of the Today Show, okay? So, um, anyway, but yeah, yeah, um. Ronnie Roper. <laughs> Regis and Regis and Kathy Lee. Live with Regis and Kathy Lee or whatever. I didn't watch it religiously, but it was always entertaining when I did watch it. You know. So I mean yeah. it was it was a very popular show. Absolutely. Very popular show. Yeah. So rest um, in peace, Regis. But yeah, rest rest in peace to him. Yeah. Um, prayers to his family. Um so yeah. Also uh, we want to send prayers to Biz Marquis um, It's been reported he's been hospitalized For I think the past few weeks It's not COVID related um, I think what's been said Is that it's diabetes related But he's oh been goodness. in um, kind of a serious condition So prayers up to him um, Of course Famous beatboxer rapper known from the song um, Just a friend uh, So we love Biz Marquis we, we pray the best for him And uh, Yeah Mar Braxton is reported to be responsive. I think she's been transferred to another facility, I guess, for mental evaluation, whatnot. And uh, we just want to continue to love on her, her family, and uh, pray that she comes through, she gets better. And uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. I didn't know if you had anyone else. got a huge to... one, Walker. I'm so offended. Stanley Sticks Robinson, pride of Huffman High School. Uh, sup- I mean, super. Basketball talent growing up. I mean, one Mr. Basketball in the state of Alabama, I think, back in 2014, maybe. Maybe a little earlier than that. You um, remember about this? Went on, yeah, went on to play at UConn. Did really well. <coughs> super athletic ball player. Um, got drafted in the NBA. Didn't work out. Went overseas. Still, still put in work. Had come back to Birmingham here recently. Three Had three daughters. And from what I've read, the man was really, like, about to just – set that or, or, you know, reposition his course in life and set out for some great things out, you know, off the basketball court. So um that, that one hurt me just because uh during his prominence was around the time that you can you could see some of some of the local basketball games being televised on a routine basis. And I just I just remember I remember seeing highlights of this kid and I'm just like, he I mean he he had Duke, he had Carolina, he had Kentucky, he had anybody he wanted. Yukon was UConn was kind of fading at the time, you know, he was being recruited, but he could have he literally could have picked whatever school he wanted to. He was that talented. But anyway, um rest rest in peace to him, prayers for him and his family and those three daughters, uh, who sadly uh, will have to go the rest of their lives without their father At this point so um, you know that part Tears me up more than anything so Right uh, but yeah Hometown legend for sure Okay I didn't know if there was anyone Else that concludes our prayer List if you don't have anybody else nope Yeah so prayers To them our thoughts are with them um, So yeah And with that man uh, let's, let's now let's get Doherty we, we're going to put a theme song here at some point <laughs> <laughs> at You uh, had it already Dubbed and everything Seriously I'm slipping um, You want First Walker? Uh, yeah Okay Let's do I was going to put up here Versus Battle Recap of DMX and Snoop Dogg mm, I didn't even know they had it But I, I will discuss Because I want to hear how it went Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. What do you do during the week? Like, what do you do to entertain yourself? Do you believe in entertainment? I know you don't believe in being happy. Um, So what do you do to, you know, to keep yourself like, you know, what, 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 what works for you? You know, because this is a big cultural event, we talk about things that happen in our culture, and you wasn't even aware of it. So, what do you do? I'm Let's- gonna, I'm gonna do something that's out of character for me, Walker, and I'm gonna answer a question with a question. Um, what time did this verse versus battle start? Started on Wednesday at Wednesday evening at seven, I believe. Oh goodness, I think I was actually relatively free around that time. Um, what do I do for entertainment? Oh, I'm sorry. The shot clock expired. That is so sad. That is so sad. <laughs> because I'm serious, man, on a nightly basis. We're watching kids stuff. You know what I'm saying? And and by the time I mean once they're the once they go to bed, you go to bed. Yes, I'm usually asleep before, before they go in to bed. Yourself. Investing yourself isn't important, right? Well, that's what we're doing now. Okay. <laughs> How did it go, man? It it was one of the better versus battles, and that's saying a lot because we had Jill Scott, Erica Badu, um, you had Fred Hammond, Kirk Franklin. It was better than Teddy uh, Riley's. That was the second time around. I understand that's a joke for you, but yeah, like no, we've had some really good battles. Okay, uh, this is this is this is top three maybe top two maybe even the best oh so i missed out on a uh, very pivotal event um very good it was it was very entertaining okay. and I'm fast forwarding who nope. won walker nope no 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 no. <laughs> let me build it up don't we're not doing that uh do dmx looked it was good to see x x you can tell when somebody's in a good place yeah he X seems to be in a his pray, dude, he opened up with a prayer. Oh, dude, wow. nobody prays like X. Oof, yeah. Nobody prays like X. We Say that again. Like, X, I don't. I'm, I'm surprised no football or basketball team has invited DMX to come in and pray before they go out. Jeez, going undefeated. Because X have you so amped after he prays, man? So yeah, like he he appears to be. He, he's put on some weight. X has. Yeah, man. Oh, Earl. Awesome. And he joking on his weight, like joking, like he was like, I used to take my shirt off, but now you ain't finna get the shirt. You ain't finna get the shirt off today. You my situation a little different today. I could relate. X is in a good, like you, you know, for someone. I will put it this way. Outside of Lizzo, oh, like people who used to be on drugs, we're happy. We're we're excited to see the Dave gain weight. Like Uh-oh. we're. We're excited to see because we know they ain't on that stuff. Right. They ain't on drugs or whatever. So X just appears to be such in such a good place, bro. And uh seeing him and Snoop, Snoop just dancing, Seawalking, like it's just it, it was it was just good. It, Snoop pulled it out, but he edged it like it was a close battle throughout. Like that was that was that points where I was like, is X gonna get Snoop? like I'm I going to be wrong but no uh Snoop pulled it out at the end cuz once you got the tracks 18 to 20 I mean you couldn't beat Snoop's records and and X had some X had X had some features I totally forgot about like he played Money Power Respect oh goodness uh, he, he played 54321 And Ooh. I'm like oh my god I forgot about that like this became a much closer battle than even I thought it was going to be but Snoop edged it out at the end, but it it, it was a little dicey at so one. So they point. did go feature set then. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm thinking just so Yeah, I'm telling you, X had an amazing run because hmm. he was on some of the people's. Of course, he played uh, Money Cash, hmm. Money Cash. OJZ, he played Stop like, Being like, Greedy. Yo, yeah, okay. oh yeah, he played all of his joints. Like he has, he like he's a tough, he's a tough out at twenty. He's a tough out at 20. Okay. 20 tracks. Now, if it would have went to 30 or 40, it would it probably would have been closer to what you predicted. But 20X has enough to, to be a formidable opponent for 20 tracks. But mm-hmm. it was, it was such. So I, so here's the deal. I didn't catch it live, but I watched it on YouTube. So okay. you can do the same as well. I said to myself, I'm sitting up in bed. I'm gonna catch this, I'm gonna catch this for like 15, 30 minutes, and then I'm gonna catch the rest tomorrow. It's an hour and 15 into it, Gatry. And I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I go down. nowhere. <laughs> if I wasn't so tired, I'd be up dancing. Yeah. Like my wife sleep. Like that's how good it was. So yeah, I, it was it was a it was a for for that to be our our time period, just the nostalgia of it all, and to see these guys in good health, good spirits, the respect. Did you know um get at me dog was inspired by Snoop? I did not know that. X talks about that during the battle. He ran into Snoop in New York somewhere, and they were supposed to meet up. And Snoop was like, "Yeah, get at me, dog." And X was like, "And it, it, inspired, Snoop, it inspired that song." Please tell me, Snoop remembered that encounter. Snoop actually oh, asked them, uh, "Tell him, tell him where that song came from." Like Snoop knew knew the story. And yeah. So you get that in between sets as well in terms of so, dude. That's it was just stuff so, that I wake up for every day. It was no way I was going to just watch a piece of that and then just turn it off. Like, right. I was glued to it. So, right. that's what I was saying, dude. You got, you got to check it out. But, yeah, Snoop did win. It was closer to my prediction. It was a close battle, closer to what I anticipated. But it was a close battle, but Snoop did get it. But, dude, everybody won, as far gotcha. as I'm concerned. Okay. I might have to um, find that one on YouTube and check it out. Definitely. Please. The, I think Versus has their the own family. channel, too. So, you should be able to find it there. After Ratatouille And they were in the same room, by the way, so you didn't have to oh, worry about audio issues. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Were they masked up? No. No. They were not. Not not now that I think about it, but I'm not watching it. <laughs> Liberal. <laughs> Walker, I'm gonna keep it wrapped and I'm gonna I'm gonna propose to you um jay Cole, he had some comments recently. Even went public with the fact that he's a father of two young sons. He mentioned a few other things in terms of rap competitiveness that made me think about uh, a disagreement you and I had a while back. Uh, discuss the trash, sir. No, let's discuss this. Okay, so Jermaine Jermaine Cole, I don't think calls his real last name, um, but he linked up. He collabed with Players Tribune. And um, I think on the onus of how basketball or the the sport of basketball um, has kind of inspired him to be a better MC. And uh, he got really transparent. Um, I don't know if you've listened to uh, Revenge of the Dreamers. uh, I think it was volume three. But um, he kind of loosely alluded to the fact that he was a father in uh, one of those tracks. And I remember hearing it. I'm like, Cole got kids out here? Because Cole's very private. He's, he's He's not active on social media. Um, you know, unless he's going at what's her name, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but you're not going to find out a lot about Cole, which is why I like this. You this didn't go after no name, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is why I like this editorial, uh, just because he he gave us a sneak peek. But Walker, though, I guess the the one thing I want to focus on on this piece was uh, he talked about rap competition, right? And uh, one, of his, one of his conflicts was uh, his competitive ego mixed with the deep fear of rejection, right? So his thing is, like, he wants to collab with rappers. Uh, he's got, like, a list of rappers he messes with that he wants to collab with. But um, he, deals, he deals with a fear that, hey, man, um, if I go in the booth with this person and I don't kill them, then I'm rejected. You know, he feels rejected, so you think about <laughs> I'm going to Young Thug But you think about uh? What's the track oh, me, at, Meet Me at the London You know whatever It's like yeah. You it, it was When I first heard it I was like okay Cole's got an album coming out You know And it was just like I thought Young Thug Was a feature on that track You know And you just there, There's so many I mean he did He did the collab joint With uh, Gangstar recently Which is Goodness Probably one of my tracks Of the year To be honest Um But to hear about the thought process for him that went into him making the decisions to collab with those people, it just, it, it, Number one, Walker, to helped me to understand where you were coming from, just because before we we had a disagreement on, you know, and we used ourselves as rappers, you know, as an example. I, I couldn't spit half a bar, but um, if I invite Walker to the studio to spit on my record, Walker's coming in saying, "Well, I'm leaving with your head," <laughs> you know, <laughs> in terms of ly- lyrical performance. And I was like, "No, let's be friends and let's just rap together." And I think I even called out Rick Ross. <laughs> But this gave me. I still to this day don't understand why you'd be messing with Ross like that. But <laughs> go ahead. He's not nice. Um, but it gave me. It gave me. I guess a little more polished understanding of what you were saying, and um, a lot of the thoughts that come into rappers making decisions to collab with other rappers. So, in short, Walker, I get it. I get it. And um, you know, on the external, we we're both fans of J Cole. We we've both been exposed to a lot of his lyrical prowess. And I would never think that someone with his talent level would struggle with something like this. But it it, it was it was very heartwarming and very gripping to read. So uh, what what do you think? Dude, I mean, he's a human being like we all have egos. And what better way to have your ego tested than in hip hop, especially when you're collabing on songs with other talent artists that people are fans of? Right, and and, and, it's, and it's one of those reasons why we talk about it all the time. Like again, Ross is a great example. Like, you don't think Ross has an ego? Like for for you, if 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 we were to talk about him getting killed on, uh, somebody ever like, does especially if he's been told by his fan base or whatever that you're great and you're awesome. And then you hear other people be like, yeah, but Cole killed you on this. Data. Like, what does that do? And, and you know what I mean? And you don't want to deal with that. Like, you don't want to hear that. And granted the people telling you this, they can't rap better than you. So of course that messes with you mentally anyway. So yeah, like they have egos. They, they have, they don't want to deal with, with criticisms and backlash if they don't perform up to a certain standard that people feel they should. So yeah, like, that's 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 what I'm saying. Like if that I would definitely I would definitely be right there where Cole is if if I was really you know, rapping like that. Okay. Well thanks. So uh with that in mind, uh Iron Mike is making a comeback. Just discuss the trash. Trash. Okay. Walker, have you heard of the Dream Exchange? No, discuss or trash. <laughs> it's kind of hard to answer that if you never heard of it. <laughs> like what you want me to say? Like this. Uh, this is this is kind of more. This is uh, this could be like a shout out of sorts, but no. Uh, the Dream Exchange is the first black-owned stock market system uh, ever. So, uh, you know, Wall Street, uh, they'll, be, they'll be competing with the likes of the um, NASDAQ, NYSE, things like that. But it's got a more cultural emphasis, cultural focus, um, all with the thought and approach of getting people that look like yourself and a little bit like me um, more involved in investing. Discuss or Trash. Uh, we can discuss it. Okay. Well, I pre- pretty much gave you everything. I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't. I think that's great. That's awesome. Next. <laughs> well, I came into this thinking you'd heard of it just because you're aligned that way in terms of you, you know, your uh, your investment approach or investments approach. Because we talked right. about it in in uh, in length before. But my question, I, I guess, the question I I wanted to root out of that was. What do you think it is that keeps people like us from being more you know active in terms of you know uh, considering investments information? Mm, that's one of the key pillars of the dream exchange, Walker. You do know about this <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I just think it's information and gotcha. what you're exposed to. you know okay. what i mean like if 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 all I am if I'm exposed and I idolize people who are, um, chief consumers, then it, it conditions me to think being a consumer as opposed to an investor. And so I I think, I think education and exposure are two of the biggest, um, roadblocks to our community getting into that lane. And I think it helps when not only do we have access to information, but we find people that we idolize and look up to who actually are championing investing as opposed to being a consumer. Um, I think that I think that would help push the conversation forward within our community. Walker, let me share this because you made me think of it. Um, A shout out to Shades Valley High School, by the way. But I, I remember getting my first dose of investing, day trading and stock market uh, activity in high school. I think it was in 10th grade. I had to bring $20 to class. Right. And we took that $20 and we put it in the stock market. And we, we got a, We got a chance to um, read the um, what's it called, Walker, the Wall Street Journal. Like this was part of our daily thing. And we had to pick stocks, you know, that we, we could either blow, you know, 20 bucks on one share of something or we can, you know, diversify a little bit. And Walker, I remember it changed my life. You know, I, I, I then became a, a day trader shortly after that just because I was so intrigued by this. But Walker, to, to your point in terms of information, I remember sharing sh- later, later on in life, I remember sharing this information to a lot of my colleagues. And they were like, wait, hold on. Hold on. You learned that in high school? And I was like, yeah, everybody did. No right. So uh, you're 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 you are dead on Walker in terms of uh, access to information. Um, I I my I hope the Dream Exchange lives up to that, and they really you know flip flip the landscape for uh, people of color in terms of investing. So yeah, dope. Oh. That um, was kind of a shout out ask, wasn't it? Yuck. Get that out. It of was dirt. kind of shout out. Get it out of <laughs> door, Ronnie. Do better. <laughs> Um. This is not really because we don't have to discuss this because we talked about it last last week. Uh, but uh, Washington are they are officially dubbed Washington Football Team, and no longer the Washington Redskins. Discuss the trash. WFT. <laughs> Uh, the only thing I've been discussing about this is you got the T and the F in the wrong places. <laughs> 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 Walker, they're getting this for free, dude. They're getting this for free. <laughs> that's sorry, that's all I gotta say about that, Walker. <laughs> I don't have much to add. Okay. I mean, I, I, I let my true feelings be known a week ago. Washington football team. <laughs> it actually crazy. proves my point yeah. from a week ago, actually. <laughs> I don't know why they won't consider the trash cans. Jeez. You got anything else, man, bro? Uh, in terms of topics or in terms of that? Topics. Yeah, Walker, I... <laughs> I don't know how to articulate this, but I need to get your ideas and thoughts about what exactly is going on in Chicago, Portland, and Seattle in terms of 45. I don't know. Really? Ah, and that's just that I meant to put this on my notes, but I didn't. Okay. Well, let me give you the little bit that I know. Um, <laughs> Federal officials have been dispatched to the cities of Chicago, Portland, and Seattle, just to name a few. I want to say maybe even Phoenix, um, where there's still pretty high protest and looting activity. And um, in, a, in an attempt, I guess, and I, I'm trying to make the best of a really you know messed up situation, but I guess in an attempt to restore order, air quotes, um, the White House, and I'm saying the White House very loosely, has decided to send these uh, federal agents out. But you know, some of the stuff I've been reading, Walker's about people being kidnapped. I mean, taking to undisclosed facilities to be questioned and charged with uh, with crimes that don't really fit what they were apprehending them on. And um, I don't know; it just makes me scratch my head because we know. We know Portland's been about it <laughs> on a major scale. And I mean, they've been protesting since the onset, you know, and I, you know, I kind of shout out Portland to a degree. I'm not for the looting. Let me just say that. But, um, you know, here locally, things have died down significantly in terms of protests. But, um, you know, I I don't I don't know how to articulate my thoughts here, but I want to ask you with a little bit. I told you, is this the answer, Walker? No, of okay. course not. Okay. I just want to of make sure not. I was doing I mean, it the right way. I, again, I think a lot of it is has been politicized mm. um, by Trump, which is what what he tends to do in most cases. It, it it all turns back into him politicizing it. Um, and I think it's 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 I think it's the pot calling the kettle black when he Ooh. or other people call out black lives matter for trying to political for being a political group like y'all this is what you do yes so I, I think I think that oftentimes he has preached law and order and that's oftentimes been a dog whistle for uh let's send people in there and f them up mm. and get them straight and my thing is that is exactly why people are protesting uh. because because If we're saying, "Hey, the way you're policing us is wrong, and there's no accountability," you're going to send federal agents in now to kind of do what police has been doing. You're supposed to be that. How does that not prove the protester's point? Mm. You know what I mean? So it's it's uh, no. I've always felt like he's he's had a political angle when when he said he was going to do that. Gotcha, And, and um. That doesn't fix the issues in these major cities like Chicago and whatnot. It doesn't. I think if you're going to send federal people, you know, federal agents into these cities, send some federal aid. Um, address some of the pre existing conditions that are in these cities that lead to crime, that lead to, uh, the, you know, the looting and whatnot. Like address the core issue. Don't put a band aid on it or, or, or a used band aid on it. Fix the problem. Uh, I, I disagree, Walker. Because if you do, if you fix the problem, then how are these bigger companies going to get free labor from prisoners? <clears throat> like right, I, like I learned about watching the nineteenth. Uh, hey, I, I don't know. Sorry, you got me. Okay, that's all I had there, bro. Um, I've emptied the clip. That's all I got. Um, I know you don't want to talk about it, but I was going to keep it high level and just kind of give my sentiments about this particular person, Kanye West. Well, your thoughts, Gat, because we don't have to talk about going to all he's done. I mean, from the rally in South Carolina to his tweets to to this mythical album that he pushed that didn't come out shocker um what are your thoughts about what are your thoughts about mr west walker i'm gonna tell you this you number one you're rude for not asking me if i wanted to discuss or trash it but you've done that because i know you didn't but we're, we're we're i don't i don't care what your thoughts are well it's, it's so funny you say that walker that was the heartbeat of my thoughts regarding kanye omari west <laughs> walker you want to hear him we huh? want to hear him though we do, we? Hear do we do we yeah. Who is we? Who we is? I don't know if you've noticed this, but there are people listening to this. All right. Here's 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 how it goes, Walker. I'm I'm going to tell you this, and th- these are facts. <laughs> I don't spit many facts on this podcast. Walker, this is nothing. This is nothing. These people, Dave Chappelle, uh who else? Little baby yeah, I'm calling you out too, bro. They want, he wants you to think that he's got a mental health crisis, right? <clears throat> Walker, Walker, do you know the house upon which Kanye West resides? Do you know? Do you know what's in that house? Kardashians, Jenners, a family or series of families, Walker, that have made a living off of blowing hot air about nothing and generating a lot of excitement about nothing. So you get too close to that walker and you know what happens? It starts to influence you in your actions, right? So you start to do a lot of wild stuff to see if people will start to care about you again. So that's why you go out here and you say stuff about Harriet Tubman that you don't even believe. That's why you go out here having these rallies in South Carolina for a presidency that you know you don't even qualify for. That's why you go out here and you tell people you found Jesus and you found the Sunday service choir that Ronnie Gatry likes to rock out to. Let's do this morning because you want people to give you attention all the time, even if it's about your mental health. But it has nothing to do with that Walker. Nothing. You are a loner, Kanye West. You're a loner, you're a fraud. okay? Drop an album, Nobody's gonna care. Now I'm the guy who just as, just as recent as last year said, Kanye, I don't care what you do. Just give me the beats, okay? I don't even want the beats anymore. <laughs> I just want you to go back to Wyoming <laughs> with Kid Cuddy. And y'all make stupid sweatshirts for people to spend three hundred bucks on. Leave Kid Cudi out of it. (laughs) Kid Kid Cudi did not deserve that straight. I had to reach for somebody. (laughs) Kid Cudi. I couldn't think of anybody else to be honest. That's hilarious. So that's why I I interrupted you. But keep going. You was cooking up. No, no, I like, I like this. I like this. I'm just over it, man. I'm over it. I wanted gold, and you gave me diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, I'm over it, Walker. You're I'm over it. Buddy. I'm done. Why are you? What you? You done with Kanye? So let do- me ask you this. Okay, Donda drops next week. Are you? Are you buying, Walker? You're almost as bad as Kanye because, like I said what before, do I don't buy albums. 2020 walker we stream you gonna stream it of course i'm going to stream it walker people still buy albums by the way Who or songs Ooh. your button i answered your question you said who does it anyway I, I gave you a name number number one walker i gave you a name okay. so don't okay. look at me like that okay number one donda's not gonna drop ever okay it's detox it's detox you know no you know what it is oh i wish i could remember the name of that album he was supposed to drop on black friday oh you remember and i was i was one of the ones who was waking up every morning refreshing spotify looking for it you there kanye are you there no ronnie i'm not because i'm blowing down air I'm done with this, man. If it drops, I'll listen to it, and then I'll keep. I know it you're news. gonna listen to yeah. it. I know you're gonna listen to but it. But I'm 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 done with giving any type of any type of significant level of energy to Kanye West and his shenanigans. I'm done with him. Fair enough. That's fine. Give me some reason do, here, you, do Walker. You think I feel really like he's struggling get... with health issues. No, I think he knows I how to work them. No, he's not. I think he knows I how to. Is. I think he knows how to work the media. I think he's been influenced by the Kardashian Jenner clan. I think he's been influenced by them. Well, can two things be true at the same time? If we ever get merch made, I'm going to get a shirt that that has that question plastered across the front of it. And I'm going to get with Kid Cudi, and we're going to charge $300 for them. (laughs) Um, I hope Kanye gets help he needs. He doesn't need help. He needs help. He needs help. And, um... When it comes to the Kardashians, it's like the boy who cried wolf. I don't know what to believe because so much of what they do is is out there in the public for people to give opinions on and whatnot. And best and believe in the past, whenever they've had some drama and, and, and I feel like I feel what they have, what they do best is they've monetized their pain and best believe in three to four months, you're going to see this on keeping up with the Kardashians. And it's just going to be it's going to be another lit 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 season for for the Kardashians, and they keeps it going. And so I think in terms of Kanye, I just I just hope the best for him. I hope the best for his family. I hope that you know I just hope that he's okay. Um, I just hope that he's okay. I really do that. I do hope and want for him. And if he, he is dealing with mental issues. you know, I don't want to believe he's lying, but I do. He, he is acting like someone who who does have issues. It, by the way, he's damaged relationships with people who he should still have good relationships with today. Right. I will say this about his music, though, is I'm not even interested in Kanye's music. And it's not because of anything he's necessarily said or done. I'm just not a fan of I'm just not a fan of this Kanye. I'm just really not a fan of this Kanye. And yeah, Sunday service was cool, but outside of that, everything else has been kind of okay. Like, I felt like when Kanye was in a better mental space, his music was classical. Um, it was amazing and incredible. And I feel like that Kanye is gone. And maybe you can tell me how great his album is if it ever comes out or, you know, his music is if it ever comes out, but i don't really care anymore because i have been i've been more disappointed in his music than a lot of his antics that yay album wasn't that bad i'll I'll stand on that if you like it that's great i i thought it was the worst uh but yeah so and even with that yeah if you tell me it's fire i may still have to question you because again you like yay so um yeah i never said yay was fire Huh? I never said Jay was fire. I said not nearly as bad as you said it was. Okay, fine. Good no, time. no Kanye album with the Ty Dolla Sign feature is bad. Mm. Okay. Um. So you like every every record that Ty Dolla Sign has made? Oh, see, Walker. There you go. There you go. Trying to inject words in the lips of this guy. No, I'm talking. Solely on Kanye Ty Dolla features. No, 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 no. I'm saying Ty I'm Dolla saying Sign is, and feature Ty Dolla Sign are two different people. <laughs> They're two different what artists. I'm saying is no. What I'm saying is if Ty Dolla Sign is possible for Ty Dolla Sign to be on a record, and I, it just be okay. It's possible a, a Kanye record been done before a Kanye record. Yeah. No. You. Nay, I, I challenge you to name me one collab that Kanye and Ty Dolla Sign have done that's been absolute trash. I'll wait. Yay, Ye album. I'm talking about. I'm yay? talking about tracks, featured tracks. He wasn't. He wasn't featured on every song on Yay. What's the track on Yay? Because I don't remember none of them songs. Yes, you do. We talked about it last week. You said that's the only track on there that I liked. On Yay? Yes. We. That's began. not on Yay. After the summer sun. that's not a yay. We have everything we need. Is is on yay? Is that's it not? Jesus is king, oh. isn't it? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I was about to harvardize on you too, man. I should have let you finish. Um, no, there's a track. There's a track. On, there's a track on yay that. I was, on, that was good. <laughs> I'm a lunatic, dude. What is wrong with me? No, you're player of the week is what you are. (laughs) That's what you are. You got me on here singing, Walker. What are you doing to me, man? (laughs) You need it to yourself. Know that. Okay. I'm done here. I'm done with Kanye, though. You? I've been done with Kanye for about seven weeks now. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Shout out to player of the week. I think that um, is next, yeah. Uh, you 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 want to go first? Oh, uh, sure. My shout out, Walker, goes to a series of individuals that comprise the Fairfax County School Board in Virginia. This is the part where you ask me what did they do that was so significant? What did they do? So, Walker, they voted almost unanimously, which is kind of sad, to rename Robert E. Lee High School in, um oh, yeah, it's in Fairfax, sorry. Virginia. Yeah, in Virginia to John R. Lewis High School. Dude, this name change is going to affect this school year. Walker, Walker, this this is great. And I got my finger on the applause button, but I'm not going to hit it yet. Walker, Walker. Think about this, man. Think about this. You're deconstructing Robert E. Lee. You're taking his name off of a learning institution and you're putting John Lewis on that bad boy, right? Think about if this continues to happen across this nation. Now you've got buildings that stand for something, right? Something that a lot of people, I think, can rally around. You know, nothing that really marginalized anyone. You know what I'm saying? So yes. for me for me, it, it really made me feel good reading this Because I'm like okay um, You can do what you want with Aunt Jemima You can do what you want with Uncle Ben You can paint Black Lives Matter On the street This is, this is one of the angles we need to Really try to start To get to where we need to go This is major man Shout out Fairfax <laughs> Peace them kids up man Let them know about their school I'm hype. My Rah. shout out goes to <laughs> Sorry. Okay. You you good? I'm good now. Okay. My shout out goes to one Samuel. I think it's Samuel Acho Acho. Yeah, he dude. Looks- Former linebacker in the NFL Who was drafted by the Cardinals Played with the Bears Sounds familiar Yes Am I saying it right Yes Is it Acho Yes Cool Cool beans I want to make sure I'm, I'm saying it correctly Um Former NFL star is helping a group of teens in Chicago make a difference in their neighborhood. He has teamed up with nonprofit by the hand club for kids, which is an organization that helps children who live in under-resourced neighborhoods have an abundant life. The teens just wanted to show the world that positive change is happening in their neighborhood. So they took a major step in opening a youth led fresh market to provide healthy food, summer jobs and entrepreneurship training to the youth. The teens have transformed a West side liquor store into a pop-up food market in their Austin neighborhood, a place where fresh fruit food is hard to come by. According to research, uh provided by that organization their fresh food market sits in an area within half a mile radius where there are 12 liquor stores but only two markets where people can buy fresh food technically making in the area a food desert in the aftermath of the george floyd killing by the hand cl- uh, club by for kids held listening circles where l- the youth could voice their opinions around what was going on and discuss solutions to the lacks of resources in their neighborhoods. The teens were frustrated there weren't area grocery stores in the area due to them being closed down due to looting. So uh, he has partnered with, he got pro athletes to come out from the uh, Chicago Bears, the Bulls, White Sox, people in the local area in Chicago. He invited the NFL commission, the mayor, uh, and basically helped them put up this pop-up uh, store to help the community and I think this is dope, especially because we know the issues in our communities that there's a lack of food sources uh, for for fresh uh, food or, you know, vegetables, whatever, a uh, quality grocery store. You know, for us, we got to go outside of our neighborhoods to get that. So then to bring that to the neighborhood, using the youth to be involved and in, in providing solutions to the neighborhood is tremendous. Shouts out to Sam Ocho for being part of the solution. Now, who played themselves? Um, did we fly Khaled in today? We did. Is he, yeah. is, he, is he with us today? He's fresh off the tarmac. Um, okay. Walker, the name of that track was Wouldn't Leave. That's it. You like that track who wouldn't leave on the yay project Ty dollar feature you like that track i have it on i have it on record that you said you like that track anyway um <laughs> walker we uh, we have talked about karens and kens on here before right um i gotta tell you about something that happened just uh not yesterday it happened on friday actually so um this woman is unidentified, but she ex- I know exactly who you talk about. Do you about really? Me. This woman um exhibits uh classic Karen behavior. She was gonna go get on a plane, right, to go visit somebody. I don't know who. Maybe Ken.
1: Oh, and I don't know
0: who you talking about. You didn't about. hear about this? Okay. No, so um I thought she- you were about another Karen. That was another incident <laughs> two two days. Two days ago too. Oh, okay. Well, no, she boards this American Airlines flight uh, upon which she's walking through. She sees everybody with a mask on, right? Um, So she's not wearing one, and she's thinking, okay, well, everybody else has got to be crazy, so the flight attendant does what the flight attendants normally do, and they reminded everyone hey, if you're gonna if you're gonna fly on this vessel, you're gonna have that mask on, right? We got everybody spaced out. We need you to do one more thing by covering up that face and that nose. Karen, we're looking at you. So uh, she doesn't move. She doesn't, she she's unwavered. Uh so the uh, flight attendant comes over and uh nicely asks her, you know, hey, hey, you know put a mask on if you don't have one we got you you know she's oh, I'm, not, oh, I'm not gonna wear one i'm not gonna wear one so she she gets into an argument with the attendant she gets into an argument with another passenger on the flight and walker she finally pulls for the white tears as you like to call them walker and she says i've got a medical condition that says i cannot wear a face mask and if i wear one i will die So, um, American Airlines only had one option at that point, and that was politely remove her from the flight. Karen, you played yourself, woman. Put your mask on. It's not that big a deal. Walker, I stood, I stood outside of um, what is that outlet center in Leeds? What's it called? Grand River? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Okay, well, the outlet center in Leeds last weekend. That's all I call it. <laughs> <laughs> it's last weekend, Walker, for some foolishness because you know I don't shop. Um, I'm sitting out there. It was like 98 degrees, according to my Apple Watch at the time. And I got my mask on. Was it hot? Yeah. Did I die? No, because I'm here recording with you. People, you got to chill. It's just a mask. And it helps everybody. Goodness. Congratulations. You played yourself. Go ahead, Walker. So my play of the week goes to Judge Mary Ellen Brennan. Okay. Um... The reason why she's my player of the week, not necessarily she played herself. I just want to highlight her for being a um, someone vote out of that position. Um, there's a girl, 15 year old, by the name of Grace. She's a black girl. She got herself um, placed on on probation uh recently for for fighting and also for i think for like theft or something like that (laughs) um she was she is uh considered to have issues with adhd um and you know needs access to resources to help with her learning okay this judge actually threw uh, Grace into juvenile detention for a violation of her parole. I mean, not parole, but violation of her probation. Okay. You want to know what Grace did? Yeah. Sure. She didn't complete her homework. Ooh. Yes. Mary Ellen Brennan... Considered grace to be a danger to her mother because she did not. uh, I think she had stolen some uh, students property in school. She got into a physical altercation with her mom last fall or whatever, but she got put in, in juvenile, a juvenile detention facility in the midst of a pandemic in May for not doing her homework. So while there was a, there was a, I guess a recent hearing for this, uh grace's mother has wanted her out of detention center she's been trying to get help uh for this and so they're in the courtroom grace pleaded is pleading to be sent back home to her mom she wants to go back home to her mom this girl has learned a lesson she just wants to be home she wants to be a 15 year old okay She also says she believes that this Challenge has brought her and her mom together And has made them closer which I'm pretty sure It has given the trauma of it Here's what Brennan tells Grace You're exactly where you're supposed to be You're blooming there But there's more work to be done So she refused To let this 15 year old out Because she feels That she needs to be in She just made this girl a criminal Because she didn't do her homework Forget the fact that she 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 has ADHD and is on a special education plan. And let's just face it, this pandemic has been tough for kids to learn while at home, right? Okay. That's not a factor here, right? Again, this is me looking at the nuance of it all. It's not it's not black and white here, but of course. This judge wants to criminalize this girl so bad that forget the impact that it's having on the girl, forget the impact that it's having on the mom. Let's just throw her in in, in detention center and that's going to be good for her. So this is why it's so important that we register and be eligible to go out and vote because whenever there's an election in Michigan, Mary Ellen Brennan should not get reelected under any circumstances. I don't care what else she's done. This is a pure example of someone who looks at black people as criminals. And if they do something that hurt children or grandchildren I don't know how old this woman is, but something she may have done as a child and not do her homework, but because it's a black child, they're a criminal. And there's so much work to be done for them in juvenile detention center. Get her out of here. Michigan, do your part whenever this woman is up to be reelected. She's my player of the week, Gat Congratulations You played yourself <sighs> Disgusting, huh? I don't even I was not expecting that Yeah Pretty dark one, but you know This is a dark world we live in Is this where we are? This is where we are I have a, before we get out of here I have a, uh, go get your boy Oh, we haven't know had one of these in a, in a while Yeah, let's go Lou Williams, go get your boy, Gat <laughs> Boy, telling what old did sweet Lou. <laughs> you wrong for this. You wrong. Why am for I wrong? This. He's not a player of the week. You're right. Just... You're right. But you wrong. You're okay. Alright. What did he do? Why am I and wrong? I Tell me why I'm wrong. I can't go get Lou because Magic City closes at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> So, Lou Lou Williams was, uh, you know, of this course, just, players are allowed to leave the NBA bubble if there's family emergencies <laughs> and what have you, right? And uh, I'm not going to make a joke out of this. Actually, I should. No, you need you need to go in on this. I need to go in on this one? So, apparently, what I didn't know, Gatry, I had no idea. I had no idea. That Miss Cherry at Magic City, making sure she gets her her steady diet of ones, was an emergency. Is you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey,
0: well, Lou, Lou's trying to help the community, man. This community. Is, this, was cares, right? this was a charitable This was a charitable event. Cares, yeah, right? Right? This charitable event. I can't event wait to see that commercial. Sponsored by. Lou. <laughs> That I ask you to lit go lit. in and you went in. <laughs> that commercial going to be lit lit. You hear me? Just booty just booty shaking and one's flying. That's that's my type of NBA cares commercial. Dude, the the rapper who put him on blast? Idiot. Dude, Idiot. The, the what he put out in response. <laughs> Idiot. Oh no. Oh, okay. I got to find it. What's it Jack Can Harlow? We... Yeah. Okay. Have you ever heard of him? No way. <laughs> I'm not that cool. <laughs> Facts. Um. What do you What are you searching now, sir? Uh. I'm looking for the tweets. Oh goodness, dude. <laughs> when I when I read that part, I was like, Jack. I don't know who you are, but bro. <laughs> I tell you, man. You really chasing. You really had to post that. Like you really had to post it. Cloud chasing is a, is a, is a mother, man. Jeez. It is a mother. And you, you know, you know, I, I can't help but think. I wonder what the what kind of conversations Lou and Jack are having right now. Do <laughs> they even know each other? I, I don't. I don't know. That's a good question. I assume they I don't did. Think they know each other. I'm assuming I just feel they like were like in the same spot. I'm thinking you they were in the like, VIP together. Let me get a pic. So yeah. Okay. Now I don't think they knew each other like that. I don't think they were friends. Like I wouldn't have imagined those two would even know each other like that for real. Gotcha. Just just my guess. <sighs> uh, yeah. Go get your boy. Goodness gracious. I mean, Walker, I know I know strip clubs or gentlemen's clubs are addictive to a lot of people out there. Not against it. Um. But to this, to this <laughs> It's don't though. Dude. He 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 is under quarantine, a ten-day quarantine, and I think he he can he can return with the team. Yeah, he's eligible to return, but it's still like what I'm what I'm not clear on is you know the NBA is kind of doing a loose investigation on this, obviously. But what are the consequences here? You lose your bubble I know, permissions. I mean, I don't I don't know what the what the I don't know what it is if you if you break. Bubble rules or whatever, because I mean, yeah, being with family is one thing, but being in a strip club, totally different. Right. So I don't know what, how the league manages, or, or and I'm pretty sure you kind of want to set an example here, because yeah, if that's if that's all you're going to do, then what's to stop other players from going out and having fun? Hit the shake joint as well, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But I just had this to, must, I had, this I had must to be some off. talent uh, for you to burst the bubble. see what you did there thank you Ah lou let let me ask you this is this on lou or is this on jack oh it's definitely on lou really it's definitely on lou okay you think karma kind of led jack to do what he did yeah like you was like jack can't take a picture and post you on twitter (laughs) if you're not out breaking the rule right like they let you out to handle your business on goodwill that you was going to do that and come back. Like not be at a strip club <laughs> and you know you're not supposed to be at a strip club while you're supposed to be going back to the bubble. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like knock it off. Like yeah. it's definitely lose fault. Mm. If, he, if he goes home, handles his business, come back uh, that rapper has no picture to take. And we're not talking about anything. So. We're not even talking about it. Bro. So it's definitely lose fault. He has the most to lose by that picture. True. True. So you can't put yourself in a situation for that to even happen. So at 1000% Lou Williams, gotcha. And with that, shall we stand? I don't have a word for the week, but uh, I do have the benediction. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. The doors of the church, Tipping Point Podcast Church are open. Let us go in peace. Be safe, everyone have a great productive week and as always i am caesar walker he is ronnie gatry and with our powers combined we are the tipping point podcast thanks again for listening